Welcome back to another episode of the Dark Rum Podcast, the show where we talk about spooky stuff and this week some terrible people. You ready to roll, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> That's Ryan. Yeah, I'm, I'm Kyle. I'm Turtle, bitch. That's Turtle, and I'm Steven. That's right. Turtle and Steven. Definitely. Tur- turtle the Steve. Turtle. Steve Turtleson. Turtle, 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 turtle. All right. So this week we're talking about a real motherfucker. Yeah, um, I'd hate this guy. With what a I think passion. is funny is I thought about this and I was like, Yeah, no, no, no. We have time before Halloween. We no, don't. No, we don't. I was It'll totally come out wrong. After this Halloween. is not going to come out on Halloween. I it's didn't come out the realize week after Halloween. Halloween was this weekend till like yesterday. I thought I had two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm with. In you. my mind, I was like, All right, so an episode will come out, and then this one will come out nope. the week of Halloween. Nope. No, no, nope. it's like in three Not days. How time now. works? I was like, ah, oh, I got like two. I was like right there. With, it was two weeks till Halloween, whatever. And then I'm talking to my mom because my my nephew's birthday party is on Halloween Saturday. Nice. Because his birthday was yesterday, and she's like, yeah, you know, his birthday Saturday. And I went, what? And she went, yeah, his birthday party Saturday. And I went, his birthday party's on on Halloween. She went, that's Saturday. And I was like, yeah, two when? weeks from now. How? What? <laughs> when did this happen? Yeah. I, like I think it hit me recently when I got one of those things and it was like vote on November sixth. I'm like yeah 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 I mm-hmm. got forever and then I was like no I don't <laughs> nope. I mean I voted like weeks ago but yeah yeah everybody doing those mail in ones. Apparently well, it's super easy to screw that up because like I got my confirmation already. I didn't mail it in. I'm, I did my mail in. I did yeah. filled it out. I made sure I put it in my security envelope. That's the somebody, way you're supposed to. I know to. somebody that didn't do that. You got it. And they're like in. crap. I can't vote now. And I was like no, nope. You, can't. you fucked it up. And then I brought it in. And I put it in the Northampton County drop box. And why this is relevant is because it's spooky still. Spooky. Because the drop box spooky. ate it and was like, Bargh. That's not what I meant. I meant we got two Skeletors going in for oh my being God. president. Two of the oldest. Are these, these, these are candidates. Are they the two oldest? Because I don't feel like we've ever had. are both older than all three of the previous presidents. Combined. No, not combined. Imagine. But, but. Biden and Trump are older than Obama, than Clinton, and Bush. They're older than Clinton. Clinton was president. Like, they're older than Bush Sr. He was only like 60, wasn't he? No, they're not that old, are they? They're, well, they're 77. And Biden's 77 and Trump's 74. Yeah. Either way, one of them's dying in office. Well, probably. I mean, they're really old. They're going to die of old age oh in God. office. Got the first time in American history. Old white men. Trying you know to keep running this country. Honestly, though, if this happens, first time in history one of our presidents dies of old age. I mean, that's... We've had disease and assassination, yep. not old age. That's true. And we've had impeachment. Yeah, but he was still president afterwards. Yeah, that's fair. And the other one just quit. Oh, yeah. So. Anyway. <laughs> so today we're talking those about... Those spooky men. We're going to yeah. talk about the man who killed Halloween. Yeah, that's motherfucker. So I figured we would start off by actually like discussing like the urban legend yeah, behind okay, that, it. That works for me. So like the urban legend of whether it was like razor blades and apples, poison candy, yeah. or cookies laced with drugs. So you've that was heard big these. With us. Yeah, we... What was it? We was it grew last... up in, in our area. Yeah, no, I mean just like, like two years ago or something. I remember being like, I hope I find weed cookies. Yeah, that was like a no, big warning no that one, it was coming out. Never some, happened. There's memes this year that are hilarious because they're like, no one is blowing their very expensive drugs on your little shit goblins. Like, <laughs> that's... Just put it down. Just put it yeah, down. nobody's going to spend money on weed to put hundreds in Hundreds of dollars into, yeah, cookies to pan out. 
when I was growing up, they didn't worry about drugs. It, it was, was like poison and, and it was, yeah, it was, and it was like, yeah, it was like razor blades and apples. I heard where they were never taking apples like parents, check your kids candy. Oh, yeah. It was never take anything that's been made homemade. Yep. Opened. Yep. Or like if the pack, like I remember like squeezing the packages when yeah. you were a kid to make yeah. sure there was we air had in them. Test to make sure they weren't like <laughs> holes in the candy bar packages because maybe someone injected cyanide in our Snickers. Yeah. Um, so that was these are these are these are urban legends that have been around for I mean decades and decades. This guy did his shit in what nineteen seventy four. Yeah, and this was before that because this um, a lot of it. I think they um, were saying a well, lot of this came because of well he heard the Tylenol poisonings. Yeah, and then parents started to get like worried about poisoning yeah. other things and then candies so, and then yeah so he these had urban legends legend. came decades before this guy he heard them what's his name again ronald mcdonald <laughs> ronald clark o'brien ronald clark o'brien good thing i write the things i now. know right and the dates i knew you'd know this stuff i did refuse to write the detect the the prosecutor's name down because he was only on this one article i was reading and i'm yeah. like why are they why are they so focused on the prosecutor nah, i don't care about the prosecutor <laughs> Um, this dude is such a piece of shit. Well, I mean, let, let's also just mention that most of the times it was a hoax yeah. just for your parents to steal the candy. Yeah. Cause I put those all down there yeah. and, um, it, it, your neighbors aren't going to drug your kids. No, they don't. Like you don't have to worry that much. You that. should check that because I mean, it's still like a possibility. There's the, always that one out of a million yeah. chance or like a, someone that reads one of these and is like, I'm going to do that today. But this, the really, this guy solidified the fear because. He thought this was stuff that really happened. And he tried it. And he tried it. And it didn't work. <laughs> well, it worked in that he killed his son. Well, he did do that. Yeah. He, like, the legitimately. So, do you want to give us the preface, or do you want me to talk about this guy? Because I'm angry. I want to talk about this piece right. of shit. So, all right. We'll, we'll go straight into it. It okay. was uh, Halloween, October 1974, yep. Pasadena, Texas. Yep. O'Brien took his two children. Texas, not California. The Texas. Specific. I know. Texas. I'm clarifying. It's very important for, like, the end detail of yeah. the story. Yeah. It is, um, yes, it's super. Because California would have ended California would not have ended with him the so way it did. he took his two, year, his two children. He killed his him. Eight-year-old. <laughs> Can we get to that? Because there's, like, an awesome part of that. Yeah. With, I want to talk about the protesters. During, during the, um, I want, this is what I want to talk about. I, specifically when I was reading. It's like, really wants to get to the end. I really want to get to this one part. It's not even the end. <laughs> In the investigation... There's like four or five things that happened, and then cops were like, "We're starting to suspect this guy." And I'm like, "No fucking shit, oh, Sherlock!" They, they caught on like right away. Not the ones I was reading, but go oh, on. Oh, really? Yeah, go on. All right. So it's Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it's Halloween weekend. He took his two children, who I have yet to introduce now. <laughs> one of which is dead. Eight-year-old Timothy. That is so fucked up way to do that. He one of which is dead. Five-year-old Elizabeth. Yep. Who's lived? And he went trick-or-treating with his uh, neighbor, Jim Bates, and his children. Yes. So it's like five kids all together. There's, yeah, no, there's four. There's four kids. He gives away five candies. Okay. One of them isn't trick-or-treating with them, though. Okay. So what is going on is they're wandering around their neighbor. They're trick-or-treating, knocking yeah. on doors. They get to one house. It's important that this guy fucked up so bad and that it's raining. They covered one street. So he's like, yeah. This yeah, is it's totally good just alibi. his block. Yeah, right? like they, they covered like that one circle on in the rain and he thought he got away with it. He's a moron. So they go to this house, the lights are off, the kids knock on the door, mm-hmm. they give up, they run along. Yep. 
He then catches up with them. Yep. Holding a handful of pixie sticks and says that the neighbor that they were just at mm-hmm. came out and gave them to him. Yep. That's the the setup for his yeah. later argument when it comes to going to court. Yes. But here, there's so many things that don't work with it. No, no. I mean, like, because he didn't see the man and blah, yeah. blah, Oh, blah. it was just a hairy arm. That's what he said. He focused on the arm was hairy. Uh, like, he made it a Halloween horror yeah. story. So he comes up to the kids. He gives one to each of the neighbor kids, one to his own kids, yep. and then one to a 10-year-old boy that he recognized from his church. Okay. That was the other kid. That's it, right. Now, O'Brien himself, he was an optician in Tex- at, at Texas State Optical, uh, and he was a deacon of his church, the Second Baptist Church, uh, and at this time was $100,000 in debt. Yeah, which at for the time... Was closer, so much. was closer to $250,000. And something that comes in pretty good against Oh, he was him. also getting fired. He was he? Oh, yeah, I didn't he was, that. He was also, so he was an optician for this, this institute, and he had already gotten caught stealing wow. repeatedly. That's and the was, sign of a serial killer. Yeah, it was probably on the chopping block when he had all this debt. And so what he did was he took out... Uh, life insurances on his children, totaling I think like forty or sixty thousand dollars. It was close to so because one of them said it was twenty thousand each, and then another article I read said that it was ten, and then the month before Halloween he took out another twenty on each of them, so like so sixty thousand. What he did was like a year before this, he took out ten thousand dollar policies on each kid, which is then, reasonable. Which is yeah, like a normal life insurance policy. Probably that one was innocent before not, like, the plotting not, started. Yeah, not thinking about the plotting then. Then he started asking neighbors and friends about life insurance policies. He talked to people about how much cyanide it takes to he, kill someone. Specifically, he spoke to a professor at the community college he was yes. attending. He then took out, a couple months later, $20,000 policies on each of his kids. Literally the against, month before he did this. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Against his insurer's recommendations. They're like, you really shouldn't take out these policies. He went, I'm doing it. He did it even though they were like, we really don't want to. It's unnecessary. Then, Less than a month before Halloween, he took out two more twenty, uh, one more each, twenty thousand dollar life insurance policy on his kids. So how much is he up to? So he's about he at around quite fifty thousand per kid. Okay, so that covers his whole debt then. Yeah, but he didn't, or it was like fifty or a hundred thousand, or forty, forty or fifty. It might have been ten thousand, ten thousand, then twenty. Mm-hmm. But then his daughter didn't take it, so his son died. And he's talking the next day. Well, wait, wait, wait. Okay, let's, let's get back to the whole him giving yeah. it to his son. Okay. So that Halloween night before bed, uh, Timothy asked if he could have a piece of candy. He had the pixie Ooh, stick in his hand. Candy. That was the one he wanted. Yep. And his dad was like, "Yeah, you can have one piece of candy." And Timothy noted that like it didn't taste good. Yeah. So his dad gave him some Kool Aid, and then sent him to bed. He said it tasted bitter. And immediately Timothy started having problems. Yep. And his father held his son while he died from the poisoning he did. Well, I mean, you have to to look innocent. It was later discovered that the the, the pixie sticks had about two inches of cyanide poisoning. They inside had of them. enough cyanide in them to kill two to three full grown adults. Yeah, that's he put per no. So wait, the one he gave his son had enough to kill two to three full grown adults. The other four had about altogether enough to kill 
four to five people. And what gave it away was the doctor was talking to the medical examiner and said that the boy's breath smelled like almonds. Yes. Which isn't something that always happens with cyanide poisoning, but it's common. Yeah, it can happen. <clears throat> and remember, he gave away five of these. Yep. So, oh, wait, I forgot. I actually went into how cyanide works so that okay, people can see how bad it was yeah, for this kid. Yeah, go ahead. So cyanide acts fast, and it's painful. Uh, the early symptoms of cyanide poisoning are headaches, dizziness, a fast heart rate, and shortness of breath. This is then followed by seizures, slow heart rate, low blood pressure, loss of consciousness, and cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. And anyone that survives it faces permanent neurological damage. Yeah. Well, it's a neurotoxin, isn't it? Yeah. So... So it's it it was bad, and he gave enough for three adults. Yeah. So I bet his kids skipped the low end ones and, and just, just went, went straight, straight to the seizures. And um, furthermore, the only thing that saved one of the kids' lives, I think it was the the church kid, but it might have been one of the neighbors. He wasn't strong enough to open the staples. He couldn't open the staples on the pixie stick. Yeah, the police found it in his hand when he was sleeping yeah, in he bed. He fell asleep holding the death stick. Which luckily the police were able to go and find all of yeah. the sticks after they realized that there was mm-hmm. something wrong. And uh, again, twenty-one inch pixie sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with two inches of poisoning yeah. and murder. That's at the ridiculous. Top. Uh, his alibi fell apart almost immediately. First of all, what are you talking about? It was definitely the creepy neighbor that he didn't see. The neighbor who he didn't see and saw only a hairy arm had a rock solid alibi, and that he's a traffic controller. And was at work till 11 p.m. that night with, like, nine witnesses. And the lights were off on the house because his wife and daughter ran out of candy. Yeah. So. Rock solid alibi. Uh-huh. It just, <clears throat> no chance. They hit one street. Well, how about the fact that the first day they took Ronald out, mm-hmm. he couldn't remember which yeah. house it was. Yeah, he was super vague about then it. Then the police started to put pressure on him, uh-huh. and he instantly remembered mm-hmm. which house it was. Mm-hmm. But this was days after the first time. So fresh in his mind, can't remember. Yeah. Cops are like, then I think you did it. Oh, no, it was that one. So how I read it was like, they were like, this is a weird thing. They're kind of getting him for information. And they're just like. Well, I think they always have to. Because, I mean, in that moment, he kind of pulled a Casey Anthony. Yeah. When she was, and she allegedly murdered her daughter. Because I don't think you can legally say that she did. Why not? Because she was found innocent. Was she found innocent? Yes. But uh, then there was there was a moment where she took the police to where she worked. Uh-huh. Uh, just started walking down these hallways in this movie place. Or like, a, I think it wasn't a movie place. It was like recording. I don't remember what it was for. But it was like a big office building. She's just wandering around offices saying hi to people. And then she gets to a dead end. And she looks at the cops. She goes, I don't work here. So he kind of pulled one of those. Yeah. With the, yeah, it's, it's that one. No, nah, it's not that one. It's that one. No. Nah. It wasn't me. Yeah. So to clarify, he's now hundreds, a hundred thousand dollars in debt. Hundred thousand. He's he taken out called suspicious the next le- morning at nine a.m. The next to find morning. out about cashing his up son the insurance died life. in his arms the night before, and he called about the life insurance policy. 9 a.m. fresh the next morning. How about this? I didn't even write this one down because I thought it was kind of fucked up, but like. He like loved the press coverage that was yeah. happening for this. Mm-hmm. He apparently did like this, this song for Jesus and about taking his son to heaven and stuff and got mad at his family for not staying up late to watch it on the news. He's such a piece of shit. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This that was one of the things so that made the cops. Angry. That was one of the things that drew the cops' attention. Was because like, why would you be like that? Like, yeah, this guy was such <laughs> such a piece of shit. Everything he did was the least, the most callous, least caring. I mean, anyone that's going to plot this anyway is already like that. But like, he's so inconsiderate and so in- uncaring. He couldn't even fake it for a week. I feel. I feel like Texas is like, and most other states, especially now, mm-hmm. he could have gotten away. It was because of how Texas is that really caught him. Yeah. Because they had almost no evidence. No, yeah, they didn't have They any. had, after like putting their search warrant in, mm-hmm. they found scissors that were kind of contaminated with cyanide poisoning mm-hmm. from cutting open the pixie sticks. Could have just as easily been from when he cut the pixie stick open for his son, though. Yeah, exactly. They didn't... There really, a lot of it was that he was just an it idiot. Was, it was all circumstantial. Well, like, witnesses saying he was... Uh, he was looking for how much cyanide it takes yeah. to kill a person. He was asking people about how much cyanide it takes to he kill a person. He went to places to try and buy it until he found out you have to, to buy, buy five, five pounds. pounds at a time. Yep. Um, this dude, like, mind you, $100,000 in debt is talking about what he's going to buy with the insurance money. What about, like, so, like he's what a not scumbag gonna, he looks like, too? He's, he does look like a scumbag. But he's not even planning to pay off his debt with it. He's planning to buy shit and go on vacation with it. That's how much of a dumbass That's he is. That's what happens with stuff like this, though. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They're like, I'm in debt, and then like they like hear a check coming in, and they're like, I need a boat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking people. <laughs> so yeah, his professor was one of the witnesses that testified against him in court. Was because he was asking him about the cyanide, and then a person at the store for that. Yep. But this being like years before DNA testing, like decades before DNA yeah. testing was a thing. Uh, and they couldn't. They didn't have credit card stuff mm-hmm. to prove anything, so mm-hmm. they really had no proof that it was him that had the cyanide and everything. Mm-hmm. So he maintained his innocence, blaming like this boogeyman. He he maintained his innocence till like the day he died. Yeah, he well, never. I think he, oh yeah, no. I actually i I have his whole like final speech thing where he tells everybody he forgives them. Yeah, he never admitted that he did it. When like, there's so much where it's like. You definitely just offed your kid. And he loved the spotlight mm-hmm. of the trial. Yeah. Like, the, the prosecutors were like, he is having the time of his life right now with all this attention on him. Yeah. Um, And before this incident, there's pretty much no weight to there being tainted candy. Yeah. So bef- he took this myth mm-hmm. and made it real. Yeah. The only other time it was real was the Tylenol. And I think that happened once or twice more before the FDA got really strict with packaging rules. Yeah. That's when they started making the like, seals Because Tylenol got sued out the ass mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where was I? Where were you? Where are you? Help me, Kyle Obi. So, and... <laughs> what really put him in jail, though, was like testimony from his family and friends. Yeah, because everyone was like, no, this motherfucker did it. Oh, yeah. So, on June, th- June 3rd, 1975... Mm-hmm. He was convicted of one count of murder and four counts of attempted murder. Yeah. 
Makes and an sense. hour later, they sentenced him to death by electric chair. Yeah, they took... The jury took almost 45 minutes, no time. 45 minutes to... They heard the case and went, this motherfucker did it. Like, there's no boogeyman hairy arms just handing out poison candy for kids. To Not just handing out poison candy, handing out five specific pixie sticks to the group you're walking with. And only your group. Like, yeah. if you wanted to really do that... No, never mind. Well, I'm saying, like, if he wanted a good alibi... He would have had to have given it out to children everywhere. He should have bought the five pounds from the store and then made a bunch of poison pixie sticks and just, just put left a them bowl on a random somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Random and then place. everyone could have taken pixie sticks and he could have been like, well, I had no idea. Whoa, look out the whole neighborhood. But no. And I don't even like that's I don't even like thinking like that, but like this guy was so dumb. I, I think this was also before like this was like everybody was like, Oh no, candy might be poisonous, be careful. Yeah. And, like your parents would eat one or two pieces yeah. at this time. But like they there wasn't like the don't take like Pre-packaged things but, from people at the time. You, so, like, like this was like a time when this could get away. Yeah. People now they'd be like, they're, "Why are they stapled?" No, yeah, why are these stapled closed? Yeah. Now, in his defense, a lot of the older style, big style pixies, pixie sticks were stapled. Were they? They were the plastic tubes that just had a staple over oh, a folded staple. So, I didn't know that it it was probably packaged the way they did. Now, pixie stick had to change their packaging method after this to use that heat. The way sealing now, the, yeah. the way they seal things now, because See, I didn't know that the staples I don't like were so pixies. easily tampered with. I don't like yeah. pixie either. I did sugar. this in the research. I found out that that they had changed stuff. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, since then, though, there was really only one case of a man putting anything into candy, and it was a Minneapolis man who was putting ni- needles. Oh, that was almost a weird word. Ooh. Needles and Snickers. Oh, I almost mixed Jared's those face. two words. Jared, Jared, oh, no. Oh, no. God, why you do these things? You can't say that on camera. Jared literally did this the other day. <laughs> he Jared. said something vaguely racist because he was mixing two words. That does happen. But he was putting needles in Snickers. Two words. That's a difficult Not what sentence. I started to say. Yeah. And uh, one girl got like a slight prick, but like there's not been a single case in which somebody died after eating Halloween candy since this. Other than this motherfucker. Other than this motherfucker. So if kids need to worry about anything, it's their parents on Halloween, not their neighbors. Yeah. Well, clearly, most murder is people you know. It's it's very murders very rarely. Yeah, stranger murders are, are super rare. That's why like serial killers get away with it usually for so long. Yeah, because, because that's, they're the last people people look for. If you for. pick up someone random off the street that you have no ties to whatsoever, it's really hard to track an alibi or anything that goes with it. So aside from being known as the man who killed Halloween, he was also known as the Candy Man. Yes, which I he do. got like insane nicknames. I don't want to call him that though, because I'm sure he'd like that. And I'm sure he was like, "Yeah, I'm the Candyman." I mean, he's not the only serial killer ever, co- well, the only murderer ever called the Candyman. Um, oh, what's his name? Carol something. Carol Cheney. No. Anyway, the Candyman that he his other serial killer used to like kill little boys and like strap them to a board and like rape them and he had two little accomplices that would bring him the kids. He was known as the candy man because he owned a candy factory. That's fucked up. Yeah. People that... are fucked up. <laughs> People are fucked. Maybe we'll do that again. Maybe we'll do another one of these. I know like we're like avoiding like doing like real murder stories like because yeah. we're kind of like moved on to being more funny. Yeah. And lighthearted. But you know some of these are fun. I mean the research on this was interesting. This one was. I it was easier was to research than T- uh, TK was. Yeah, this one was was easier to research. There's a it was lot of information. Interesting. It it kind of is thematically appropriate because Halloween is for us Saturday and for you, 
a week before the, this a comes week out. ago. Um, so I mean, if something happened tragically, we didn't know when we did this. No, the biggest fear on Halloween actually, <laughs> the biggest fear on Halloween is hit and runs. Yeah, well, that's that yeah. happens every year. Like that more than candy. Actually, I wonder why that's not brought up. People are like, "Oh yeah, be afraid of candy." Well, the reality, like a little kid gets hit by a car every year, well, or we, more than one. When I was when I was trick or treating, when I was younger, and especially in Peaburg, they were constantly like, "Look both ways before you cross the street. Make sure you're wearing something shiny and reflective." Don't. Oh, excuse me. They were constantly up our butts about people hitting kids with cars. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a thing for us. I don't know about... I feel like Peterburg was weirdly safe no, about it. Not you? Out here, though? No, Bethlehem, there's like one every single year. Really? Every year in Bethlehem. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, I didn't mean... To, that was like nervous laughter, not like laughter like I think it's <laughs> funny. Kyle was sitting there going, yeah, there's one every year. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Six years straight. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> four more makes 10 oh man no anyway, so march 3rd 1984 the, the 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 halloween street sweeper that's kyle's serial killer nickname <laughs> that's so fucked up you're a monster i can't 500 you. points so far if we're going by oh death race rules <laughs> death race the original movie yeah, not the, not new, the one. new one that's so when it was up. hitting pedestrians we're bad people you are you are you're the one that's on six you're <laughs> that was all brought on by you yeah <laughs> i just fed into it then anyway <laughs> so march 31st of 1984 it took this long for his appeals to finally be like, like shot down done yeah like yeah. i'm being like nah man you did this it was appeals court after appeals court that they were like no you definitely no. did this and he's like I forgive you for what you have done to me. <laughs> not I yet. Am a good Christian he, he boy. He does not say that yet. Uh-huh. So Ronald the Candyman O'Brien, uh, the man who killed Halloween, deacon of his church, all of his appeals, deacon of his church, doctor, sort of. Do you think he was still the deacon of his church in prison? Maybe he was the deacon of his prison church. Oh, he could have been. He could have been like a prison chaplain. I mean, look at um, um. Why is my brain broken today when it comes to serial killer Why names? is your brain broken all the time? The forty-five caliber killer, Halloween Street Son of Sweeper. Sam, uh, he is like a preacher in his prison right oh, now. Yeah. He went and he found Jesus and forgave himself. He found Jesus. I think that's the real reason they do it, is so that they can forgive themselves so they feel okay with what they did. Well, yeah, they want to... Not that they care about actually like what they did. No, they don't care. They just want to forgive themselves because a lot of the people that do shit like this only think of themselves there's something wrong with them where they have no empathy or like consideration for other people yeah so in this time in america what's really weird is if he was in california like we were saying before in pasadena yeah by now they would have the death penalty would have been gone yeah because i think in the 70s or the early 80s is when they abolished it completely over there Luckily for him, he's in Texas, so they just decided... That, <laughs> Welcome to Texas! They just said that the electric chair was cruel and unusual punishment, but they'll give him the needle. Yeah. So he's still got to die. Good. Thankfully. I'm supportive of this. The death of the man Fuck who killed Halloween. Guy. Yeah. Wow. I was thinking more about killing his son. Look, I don't want kids, and I'm not like a huge fan you of kids. You want to kill his son? No. I said, I'm confused by that statement. What'd I say? I don't... You just said... You just said more like... The, I more, said no. he was killed, and you oh, said I'm more not, like this. not upset about him being the oh, man that killed oh, Halloween. Oh, okay. The man that... I'm more upset that he killed his son. Yeah. Like, I don't like kids. I'm not a big kid person. But, like, to hold your child... So this... Knowing you were the one that... Like, I couldn't do that to my cat, let alone my kid. 
This guy's no, a piece of shit. No, you have to be like a, a, a real scumbag to yeah. be a family annihilator. Yeah. And like uh, that dude that would just had a documentary about him. Like he couldn't even kill himself. Like what a pussy. <laughs> like a lot of the time, like family annihilators. What are you talking about? The fuck? There's a documentary on his ass. He just, he killed his wife and his two kids. And then he like ran away. And then I don't know why I can't remember names today. I don't know who you're talking about. It's the thing right now. It was like trending recently. You're I don't remember trending. his name. John Wilkes Booth. I'll Google it. That's fine. Remember, he, my computer's he, sitting right here. Yeah, why do you play around with this stuff? Anyway, this guy's the kind of piece of shit that, like, I wish they broke his kneecaps before they put him under. You know, like, just, you, 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 he, he tried, and by the way, he tried to kill four others. Yeah, like four random kids just to make it look like, like he well, not four random. One Chris was his Watts daughter. Is the one that just Watts, that okay. was the family. Anatomy. One was his daughter. So he tried to kill both kids, both of his kids for insurance he money. He tried to kill his and neighbor three and friends random kids, kids in order to get away with it. Mm-hmm. It's so sleazy. Yeah, like I mean that happens like a lot. Like when people like like want to assassinate one person, they like mm-hmm. shoot like a building up. Yeah, but Jesus, fucking kids on Halloween. Yeah. It's messed up. And it's super messed up. This guy's a motherfucker. So I think my... I'm swearing a lot on this one. This guy makes me legitimately angry. My like, favorite part of the story, though, is after, like, during his execution. Yeah. So he is waiting to be executed. You have a crowd of anti-death penalty people showing up. Of course. And then you have a crowd of 300 people gathering, shouting trick or treat and throwing candy at those people. Wow, I didn't. I didn't read anything about this. <laughs> no, that that happened. Like I knew that before. Like I've heard of this before. But yeah, three hundred people showed up to throw candy at the anti-death penalty protesters, and in this situation, I think those kinda, are the ones that are right. I kind of agree. Like I'm not like we should kill everyone with the death penalty, but this guy did some. I think it should be used a lot more sparingly than it is. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. There's some instances. He's a motherfucker. Oversensing is a huge problem in this country. Yeah. But for this guy, I think he was the right one. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm with you. There's a lot of times I'm like, yeah, I don't know. They, they kind of do this. They go extreme. This guy was the appropriate decision. Yeah, like someone that, like, murders someone in a fight. That sucks. Yeah. Depending on what the fight was. But this is a premeditated. This is a dude who plotted planned, for months planned to kill his insurance kids. fraud. By killing his children for the money. And collateral with his neighbors, his friends, and yeah. a little boy from his church. Yeah. Like, he did not give Insane. a fuck. Insane. So, at 12.48 a.m., he was pronounced dead. Good. <laughs> and then I wrote down his last words. Yep. So, what were his last words? Read to me, Kyle. Read to me, O siren of the written word. Guys, I was making fun of me for reading good. I'm embracing your reading What ability. is about to transpire in a few moments is wrong. However, we as human beings do make mistakes and errors. I feel like he vaguely was trying to say that killing his son was a mistake. The execution is one of those wrong, yet doesn't mean our whole system of justice is wrong. Therefore, I would forgive all who have taken part in any way in my death. Also, to anyone I have offended in any way during my 39 years. I pray and ask for your forgiveness, just as I forgive anyone who offered offended me in any way. And I pray and ask God's forgiveness for all of us, respectively, as human beings. To my loved ones, I extend my undying love. To those close to me, know in your hearts I love you, one and all. God bless you all, and may God bless 
God's best blessings be always yours. P.S. During my time here, I have been treated well by all TDC personnel. That was uh, to Texas Department of Corrections. Corrections. Those were his final words? Those were his final words, was forgiving all the people that wronged him and, uh, and sentenced and him to death. begging forgiveness. And vaguely, he was, that's some, this guy's not right. I mean, I knew he wasn't right in the head before, but clearly he's still not right in the head. Yeah, right. Jared, Jared, just to fuck that guy. I agree. Piece of shit. Imagine trying to murder your entire family and your neighbor's family. Yep. And a random little boy who happened to walk by when you were doing it. Yep. And forgiving the people who are mad at you for it because you didn't do anything wrong because people make mistakes. I That's really what wish he did. Someone had like dropped him down the stairs on the way to the chair or whatever. Like. <laughs> Oh, he slipped and fell and broke his kneecap or three. So I don't know why I did this. Three but I kneecaps. Also looked up what his last meal was. Oh my god, why? I don't know. Just I mean, to see. morbid curiosity. Get, yeah. I kind of get that. I found one that had all the prizes. Was it and candy? Was... Please tell me someone put a pixie stick on the tray. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. That'd no. be hell's... if you could if he'd been there and it, like it's he, it's his exact meal he asked for and then a single pixie stick. To be fair, you'll probably just be mad. Yeah, right. He'd be like, I have already forgiven you. No, for no, me. no, no. Because he had a T-bone steak. Of course he did. A salad, lettuce, tomatoes, eggs, and French dressing. Iced like tea, French. fries, saltines, a Boston cream pie, peas, corn, and rolls. He had a really nice last meal. Yeah. I think this was I before they set the price limit I'm to like twenty dollars. If, if I'm gonna die and it's like my last meal, I'm picking something weird. Like I just want like a bucket of mac and cheese. Like I just. Fuck all this other shit. I just want... I think they don't do that anymore because someone ordered like $1,000 worth of shit and then didn't eat any of it. Yeah, they do that. They just wanted to fuck with them. Mm -hmm. Or there was like that one dude who ordered one pee. Which, that was a good one. That was a good one. If you're going to fuck with them, like, give me one pee, please. I'd pick something like, you know, I want like a single extremely dry chicken breast and then make sure that I choke (laughs) to death on it beforehand. So like, fuck yourselves. I'm taking myself out. <laughs> like, I, know, I think I'd go big. I'd be yeah. like, I'd probably want like a steak dinner. Yeah, but then I'd be like really weird about it. Be like, I want a steak dinner, and I'd order like something that I knew wasn't on a menu at yeah. a restaurant. But mm-hmm. I want that restaurant, that restaurant to, to make me it. No, I'm being legit. If I was, if I knew I was gonna die, my I'm serious. Serious qu- answer would be like, I want like a literal tray, like one of those like you know, uh, silver. Yeah, you know, tinfoil trays of baked macaroni and cheese, like bread, bread, breadcrumbs, mac and cheese, good mac and cheese. And I'll just sit there, and be like, fuck it, man, just. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die fat today. I, I love, yeah, I love mac and cheese anyway. So you're like, like walking to the thing, and you're like, like oh, it'd be like, God, I feel it. so gross. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have done that. Grease. Mac and cheese is a good one. I think I'd, do, I, I, I'd be like, can I make my own mac and cheese? Like, right. I only like when I make mac and cheese. I make a good mac and cheese sauce, like some Asiago. Some, I like to make a good cheese sauce. I'm making mac and cheese tonight, actually. Mac and cheese and I'm making homemade chicken nuggets. Oh, man, I'm so fucking hungry now. <laughs> I would love, I love mac and cheese and chicken nuggets. On, my, for a re- on a regular basis, my girlfriend and I eat dino nuggets and mac and cheese. And preferably like the unicorn shapes or like dinosaur shaped mac and oh cheese. My God. Because the shapes taste better, baby. No, I I make mac and cheese like from scratch all the time. When I make I my cheese sauce, cheese. when I make my cheese sauce, I make it from scratch. But I still get wagon wheel pasta. 
Really? So that it's shaped because it holds the cheese sauce better. In the I like wheels. I like the not elbows, but they're kind of like elbows. If elbows were stretched out like the long. Oh, curly I love ones. those. Those the, are the best the, for the, mac and cheese. They're not rigatoni. What are they Capo, 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 Capoberry, the Capillary. Yeah. Capillary. Capillary. Yeah, store all the blood. Capillaries. Capilla. <laughs> anyway, so now that we know that our last meal huh? will be mac and cheese. Capellini. Capellini. Jared says know. it's Capellini. He's wrong. He's lying. He's definitely wrong. I do prefer to make it on the stove, though, and not bake it. The no, I, I, I make a cheese sauce. Look, I'm telling you my secret right now. Use a heavy cream as your base. I use heavy cream. Okay. Um, I do, like, a wedge of Parmesan Reggiano. Good Parmesan Reggiano. I do cheddar, and I do Gouda. So Those you do, like, favorite. a yellow cheese sauce. Yeah. I do well, a, I usually do like a white cheddar, but I like the gouda is like the main the thing that really adds good, like a yeah. lot of salt to it. So when I do that, when my salt one is the Asiago, I do yeah. Asiago, the Parmesan Reggiano, I do um, Jarlsberg Swiss, nice, and um, so you have and like then, a nutty mac and cheese. Yeah, it's a really it's a it's not it's, it's a cheese sauce. I think I consider it Italian cheese sauce. And uh, heavy cream, and also cream cheese. Cream cheese. I've done that, but sometimes too much cream cheese can you make can't, it you can't over too cream cheesy. Yeah. You can't make it too much cream cheese, but the cream cheese helps everything sort of blend together. Yeah, I always use so like I know why you're doing that. You're doing it so it gets like the creaminess. I yeah. always use American cheese for that because it's like the American best cheese does for thickening it up and like if making you use it creamy. the wrong American cheese, it adds a weird too fun- much. Now funk. the cheddar. And the gouda probably drowned that out. Yeah. But I use, with like the Swiss, the American kind of. I feel like cheddar's just the base, though. It's Welcome not... to Dark Rum Podcast. Where we Here we're talking about, about recipes. <laughs> Jared's saying they're going like, oh, yeah, these are. Spooky mac spooky and cheese. I like my mac and cheese laced with murder. Anyway, so <laughs> for a haunted mac and cheese story, that got weird. Yep. I hope you guys like that. <laughs> yeah, this guy, if you, okay, let us know in the comments if you think he was, this was a justified death sentence. If you thought he should have been pushed down the stairs a few times, like. Would you be there throwing candy and shouting trick or treat? Or would you be there, you know, boycotting the death penalty? Maybe this you're anti-death literally penalty. literally ruined Halloween because the amount of, like, just the amount of copycats that could have happened. Yes. Because. Everybody's looking for a way to kill their kids. The best part of him is that he inspired a whole generation to be like, "Well, he made don't it real, be stupid." He yeah, but he it made it real. real. Like he, he probably did save someone because he made it people more cautious about it. It just sucks that his I have son thrown had to away die. candy from my kids because yeah, like, not that. One. That's what I'm saying. Is like it sucks that his kid had to die so that a generation's worth of kids had a bad example to learn from, kind of thing. Don't poison candy. Please don't. Don't poison your Halloween is the best holiday, and if you fuck it up, I will find you. It's the only holiday. Remember, Satan is our daddy. Wow. That's a weird way to take that. Hell, Satan eat pizza. Oh, you are wearing a Hell, Satan shirt. (laughs) But it should say eat mac and cheese. It should, but it says pizza because it came in a box that was pizza themed. Oh, that's interesting. Shout out to Black Craft Cult Clothing. <laughs> Want to sponsor us? That'd be sweet. If they just send me boxes, I'd be down. Yo, include Super me in that. Down. I'm a three to four X. I would rock your shirts. <laughs> Some of them. That's pretty much what I wear on every episode. Yeah, right. Well, pretty much. Tag them when we post this. We got to tag them on like Twitter and stuff. All right. Now Jared's getting mad because we're dragging on. All right. Anyway, thank you for listening to Dark Room Podcast. Hit us up at darkroomstories at gmail.com with your stories. Your spooky stories, please send us spooky stories. Dark Rum Podcast on Instagram. And Twitter. And Twitter. Uh, You know, um, the moral of the story today is fuck that guy, really. 
Ronald McBrien something dickbag. <laughs> Ronald Clark O'Brien. Ronald Clark O'Brien. And while you're thinking that he's a dickbag, why don't you like hit the like button on this video, subscribe to our channel so you can see all the other shows we Share have. Share our podcast There's with like friends. There's some nerdy one that he's on. and then Talk Shonen. Cool one that I do called Rum Runners. They're okay. <laughs> Jared's on both of those. He's not on this one. He's less cool in general. Uh, and then he's just sitting there tell like, all your friends and then like follow this and give it five star reviews. And I'm gonna keep this going because Jared's getting really mad doing this over and over. He's not. And if you're he's, listening, he's just circling his finger. I, I don't like, know what you're talking up. about. He's just furiously masturbating behind. He's the gonna camera. cut off ninety percent of this ending right now. <laughs> he's gonna sit and, He's going to be mad because he has to sit and edit it out. Anyway, bye. Fuck you. I mean, stay weird. I mean, bye. Thank you for listening. Have an amazing day. Happy Halloween.